Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, the corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, our producer, Ashley Pickle. Howdy, team. Also, Dave is just kind of uh, peeking over the lower third there. <laughs> He's always watching. watching. And sitting to my right, he's the recruiting analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He's the president and grand poobah at uh, Next Level Athlete. He's Brad Powers. What's up, y'all? How are you? Oh, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, indeed. It is, in fact, I checked Wednesday. Are you excited about the weekend? Am I excited about the weekend? That feels like a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We have something planned on Sunday. Planned on Sunday forgot what is sunday wrestlemania oh that is sunday yes yes that's very exciting <laughs> the long-winded answer to your question is yes, yes. i'm taking I that am. as a maybe yeah. i am <laughs> i am I'm uh, not, that was a two-star answer <laughs> not not at the top of my mind at the moment but yes i am very excited hey it's that time of year where everybody's busy you know what i mean like there's a lot going on yeah here there's a lot going on you know we make a magazine is that is that so? Yeah, we I do. hadn't. Noticed. Is that now? Is that happening? You know, and I have to, I have to say that I think my responsibilities for the magazine at least tripled this year, as far as writing. Like I didn't have to to actually write a lot of parts of that magazine. You know, most of my stuff is usually lists. What are you writing in addition this year? The recruiting pages. Oh, for the FBS, yeah. yeah. Well, yes, you are. So that's my, because the guy I have to did, lay capsules down too. So he's just really dishing it out. Um. That's um, yes. Uh, you you uh, Craven had been doing that last last couple of years, but now he is a full time employee, and so we had we needed somebody to do it. So so Craven's doing more too. Oh, Craven's. Oh, obviously. Craven is. Are you kidding me? Craven's. <laughs> R.I.P. to Craven. <laughs> Craven's right. We have there are there are. He's a, writing 12, everything. <laughs> there are twelve FBS sections of them because there are twelve FBS right. teams. Uh, each of those sections get five pages, and so you're doing one of them on the recruiting right. page. Uh, he's writing the other four for eleven. Wow! Uh, of those teams, the only one he's not is Texas State because Ish has great connections to Texas State. I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of people who listen to this show are subscribers to. I would say TexasFootball.com and get a magazine, so mm-hmm. you guys know how thick it is. You I know, would you, you kind of know what to expect, what's going to be in it. Yeah. Thick. Yeah, it's yeah. four. It's four hundred pages, and uh, yeah. 
Sometimes 400 pages doesn't even seem like enough. Um, that's the sad part. Today is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. 239 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Dallas's own Nora Jones. Oh, okay. nice. You know who's a big Nora Jones fan? Nora Our jo- buddy Jorts. David Hinojos, a huge Nora Jones fan. I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Nora Jones fan as well. She <laughs> is, uh, she. You know where she went to? Uh, Kimball. No, she went to Grapevine, and then she transferred wow. to uh, Booker T down in Dallas. She graduated from uh, North Texas, I believe. She UNT. Yes, did. She, ah. atten- she attended big music school. I don't know if she has a degree. Uh, a quick look at her Wikipedia would reveal that I don't know if she has a degree. I feel like the Jorts comment was like a setup because I was thinking, you know what? I know an unsurprisingly large amount of people who wear Jorts. Oh, that's his thing. Jorts Nation. Uh, yeah, no, but I mean... I, what is the... LP, big fan of Jorts. <laughs> what do you think is the... Um, what do you think is the industry that has the highest concentration of Jorts wearers? Because I'll be honest... Mechanics. Sports, <laughs> sports writing feels like it's up there. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go with that. Like, if you're talking about like, just how high that percentage is, you may be right. That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as saturation of of jorts, um, I, I would say like khaki cargo shorts are more popular along sports riders than jorts are. Yeah, khaki cargos. I mean, they almost are jorts like. But thanks to Guy Fraser for at least lowering the. Uh, percentage of <laughs> length of short for us. Well, that's Appreciate that's that guy. that's that's undisputedly true. He he is by Frazier. He is um, he's essentially like like if he continues on the present trajectory, by 2024 he's showing up in a speedo. <laughs> he's on naked and afraid. And like it just <laughs> keeps it just keeps creeping. Yep. You know what I mean? Like every time I see him, uh, maybe his maybe his thighs are getting longer. Like maybe he's just like his his legs are elongating. I always see him tweeting about his runs. I would say, guy, enjoy it while you can. Uh, life changes quick. <laughs> what do you mean? When you get older, the shorts need to be longer. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe. If, I mean, with that attitude, maybe. Well, I can maybe just you tell can you. Just, most, uh, yes, this has gone so have, off the rails. You just let it rip. Reel it in. <laughs> uh, episode 1,358. On today's show, folks, we got This Week in Recruiting, Greg Powers, next level athlete, in the back half of the show. Uh, Powers caught up with Kennedy McDowell, the tight or defensive end rather, from Frisco Memorial. So we will hear from that young man coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, Rob Hadaway, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining us here on the program. <clears throat> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Little Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, GPowerScout. Follow Nexel Athlete on Twitter, NexelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Dude, they liked your tweet yesterday. Man, I you know what? Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face whenever Chicken Express likes my tweet. And it was genuinely, like genuine happiness <laughs> on my drive back from Cedar Hill yesterday eating a box of chicken. I went with the manager special, which was a breast, a wing, a roll, um, gravy and mozzarella sticks, and it was only six ninety nine for that entire spread. Like I was. That's stuck. a lot of food for six ninety nine. Let me ask you, because you said you're on your way back from Cedar Hill. Do you dare eat while you're driving? 
Oh, I did, Express? I did eat wow. it yesterday. That's a bowl. That's, that's a, next level. That's tough because that's like, got like gravy spillage written all over. Well, you it. guys can remember my seven on seven shame when I rolled in for the first day last year with the gravy pants. Yes, yeah, I've, exper- gra- I've experienced this, but it's well worth it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's well worth it. Good gravy pants. Yeah, that's that's a tough scene. Is like that's I don't know for me. With a beautiful meal like Chicken Express, there's a lot of other meals that maybe I'll just like, yeah, whatever, I'll just shove it in my mouth. I want that to be an experience. Gold platter. I want that to be a, um, like a. Like we a did holistic. stop and go in to the Chicken Express to eat. Right. And on I think the way that, back from that may, seven on I will seven. say that may be the only time I've ever eaten in a Chicken Express. Oh, that's this, rookie um, numbers. The Heater Cedar Hill Chicken Express was banging. That was, it was really good. The Chicken Wing, like, I'm a. I love chicken wings. I don't usually get them at Chicken Express, but this one was mighty tasty. Might have to check that out. So this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise going to the Austin area to talk about Austin Vandergriff 2023 defensive lineman Damian Wimberly, who picked up a pair of in-state offers this week, one from North Texas and one from Baylor. Uh, he's also taken an unofficial visit to SMU. Um, he also still has offers from places like Texas Tech and Louisiana Tech. We have him as a three-star in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and uh, the, the the tape is is impressive from a size perspective perspective they have him in watching the, the tape it, it seems like they move him around but generally speaking he's lined up in an a gap somewhere yeah he's a basically a nose guard in their yeah. three four scheme i think he's a little bit more versatile th- than that as he projects to the college level could probably be a strong side defensive end a defensive tackle in a four three um i think he's probably more of a three four end i called him a defensive lineman we're rating him as a defensive tackle just because that's what he's playing in high school um what I really like about his tape is that when that ball is snapped, you can generally see that he's the first guy moving, mm-hmm. right? And that really, when he's moving so much quicker than a lot of the uh, offensive linemen, that really, you know, puts them back on their heels, allows him to make a lot of plays. And, and you know, I, I read a report from our buddy Gabe Brooks over at 24 7 Sports as he's rated Wimberley here in the last week or so, too. And he had a pretty good line that I think I'll mirror is that right now he's. Uh, more projection than he is production because he was limited a little bit within his junior season. As far as stats go, I think he's credited with 21 tackles, but I look for a big year from him um, this fall, and I think he's one of those guys in the spring evaluation period that coaches are going to really fall in love with, and there's a lot of reason for these colleges to go by Austin Vandegrift this year because mm-hmm. they also feature four-star offensive tackle Ian Reed, and a lot of those guys that had planned on coming by and seeing him this spring are going to check out Wimberley and he's a guy who I think just because of how he looks, I mean, he was really impressive looking at the Under Armour camp. Um, how he looks, he passes the eyeball test, he's going to have a lot of guys fall in love with the way he moves with that body. It's so strange because like when I think of Vandegrift, and obviously this isn't a program that's been around forever, but uh, is uh, when I think of Vandegrift, I think skill position guys. You know right. what I mean? But you can make a real argument this year. And I don't, I, actually, I don't think there's really an argument. Their two best players, or the two most, the two highest profile players, are right. going to be in the trenches this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It's just a, a program that's on the rise as far as recruiting talent goes, and these two guys kind of headline the list. Speaking of programs on the rise, let's go to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we're going to South Oak Cliff, the five A Division two state champions, to talk about their soon to be senior wide receiver Randy Reese, who has committed. 
in town to SMU. He had offers from places like Houston, North Texas, UTSA, Tech, Purdue, and Arizona. But uh, here is the DCTF three-star who's going to be staying home. That's been a big push in past years under Sonny Dykes uh, to kind of seal the borders in DFW. Uh, uh, so far, so good here for Rhett Lashley getting a, a playmaking receiver here in Randy Reese. Yeah, no doubt. And he was the top stat-producing receiver on that team. So that really says a lot because they had – wild man Cauley out there as well you know one of the most physically impressive guys but the guy that they generally leaned on when they needed to make a play in the passing game and Kev Kevin Henry Jennings favorite target was Randy Reese the guy that they looked to often they moved him around within that offensive scheme he could play slot he would move outside and that's kind of what I see him at the next level I kind of project him as a slot wide receiver five foot ten 170 pounds runs well after the catch um, plays with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder which a lot of guys on that South Oak Cliff team um, do play with that chip and I, you know I'm going to segue here and I usually don't do this like we usually just like keep keep talking mm -hmm. about this same guy but this South Oak Cliff program is absolutely loaded and yes. I feel like it's just as soon as I'm done writing evaluations on these guys that another one pops up and I just want to do like a quick count within our database of how many players are on that team that are like drawing interest from the next level and it's over 20. Yeah. You know, like it's, wow. I mean, look at this list. I mean, the fans aren't going to be able to yeah. see it, but I mean, like. That goes, yeah. You, you're having to scroll. Like, I'm having to scroll the list of guys. The, um, and one other thing, and we saw the highlight here uh, a couple of plays ago. This was the, he, Randy Reese was the guy who took the opening kickoff for a touchdown, uh, back for a touchdown in their semifinal win mm -hmm. over Lubbock Cooper, mm -hmm. which really set the tone for them and 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 so you want to talk about a knack for the big play randy reese definitely has that in, in all aspects of his game uh we're talking this week in recruiting with greg paris next to lathley on texas football today involve the conversation hashtag tf today guy we actually mentioned yesterday he's our underclassman of the week our uh, oh, is, wow. is lorena 2024 wide receiver jaden porter jaden porter was of course a key piece of the 3a division one state champion lorena leopards last year he picked up an offer this week from tcu He's already got offers from places like Baylor and Oklahoma State. Uh, this is a guy who is on our list of the uh, highest, most productive returning receivers okay. mm -hmm. uh, in Texas high school football heading into 2022. And he is a he is a superstar. There's no doubt about that. We've been hearing, you know, kind of in the beginning of the season, we were like, Jaden Porter started to blow up there at Lorena. And, uh, I, I mean, Lorena last year, was it was an interesting team because it, it kind of felt like a, one of those teams that was greater than the sum of their parts. They just had a lot of different playmakers out there. Uh, but Jaden Porter is a superstar, no doubt about it. And the one thing that I really love about his game or the thing that pops out to me when watching him and assessing him, you know, stacked up against other wide receivers is the separation that he's able to generate at the top of his routes and his explosion to close on the football when he goes to get it. And it's very good, like, short area explosion. Mm -hmm. You know, when the ball's in the air, he finds a way to kick it into an extra gear to, you know, make it tougher for the de defensive back to limit his production and he's a guy that they use in multiple phases of the game you can see him take screen passes and taking at the distance he's a guy who's pretty good vertically down the field so he's really a jack of all trades at wide receiver and his first three offers are pretty dang good offers i yeah. mean tcu baylor oklahoma state all teams that contend you know year over year compete for big 12 championships uh conference championships and are in the mix to be that team within the state of texas or within that conference every single year and i i just expect to see more out of him as far as 
his offer list goes. He's another one of these guys who I think could really blow up. Um, you know, he's a 2025 offer guy, easy. And he was the wide re- receiver MVP at the next level athlete, Texas Top 100 Showcase in Dallas. And I have to tell you, that is a loaded group every year. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to tell guys they can't come to the camp because we've already signed up too many wide receivers. There was 40 wide receivers there, and he was picked as the best one. And it's like, I mean, look, we just mentioned that they were the state champions. Like, let's remember this is a 3A kid. Like, mm-hmm. like there's not uh, – like, the next level athlete camp, one of the things I love about what you guys do is that you guys are, are bringing in guys from all over the state, and you're bringing in your, your spotlight guys from all over the state and all over cla- every classification, right? Right. To be the wide receiver MVP at the 3A level, would that go under the category of a pretty remarkable? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I want to say, like, a, and it, he may even have been a 2A level guy, a guy that I can compare his talent to that came to the camp well, years past was James Stanford from, or James, James Washington. Washington from Stanford um, back in the day. I, I would compare their games. Of course, James was. Uh, super fast and he wasn't as a refined as a route runner as Jaden is right now this guy um, he's, he checks all the boxes you know and he's a good kid off the field and I think that the colleges are going to really like that about him as well well and James Washington's now a Dallas Cowboys so that kind of worked go. out okay for him <laughs> let's get to our recruits of the week recruits of the week Plural. Yeah, we had to go with two this week. Uh, it's a pair of quarterbacks in the 2023 class. Jackson Arnold, uh, the quarterback from Denton Geyer, and uh, Austin Novosad, the quarterback from Dripping Springs. They have been invited to the Elite 11 Finals after they uh, they showed out at the Elite 11 Regionals here in Dallas. Uh, Arnold is an Oklahoma commit, uh, and uh, Austin Novosad is a Baylor commit. Number one and number two in the DCs have Hot 100, so... I would say you nailed it. I like how that worked out. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. Good job, powers. Elite 11. No, seriously, good job to Jackson Arnold and also Novosad for having a really standout performance at the camp. It's by and large known as like that is the quarterback camp, right? Like everybody, even mm-hmm. if you're a, like a casual football fan, kind of knows about the name Elite 11. And I know that these guys grow up watching all these other quarterbacks go through that and want to have that experience. And it, it's a pretty cool thing for them to be able to go out to that Elite 11 Finals and show their medal against all the other top prospects at quarterback throughout the nation. you know, And they get to work with some of the, uh, for lack of a better term, elite guys who have went through that Elite 11 program in years past that come back out and mentor these guys, show them what has helped them be successful in college, how they've went on and been successful at the NFL. So it's not only a camp that you get to work with other top guys it's a camp that you get to learn from and it's more of an experience the lead 11 i think just being a quarterback like if you get to go to that finals man that's like well that's transcendent i guess well and let me just let me just put it this way okay so i just randomly i was like let's pull up the 2018 elite 11 okay so four years ago um guys on that list include max duggan still a quarterback at, at tcu uh sam howell who is now going to go in the nfl draft uh spencer rattler was the mvp uh, Tua Tagovailoa was on that list. Bo Nix, uh, Graham Mertz. Say what you want about Graham Mertz. He's been a little bit up and down there in Wisconsin. Zach Calzada, uh, a name familiar to, to everyone around here. Grant Cannell, Rashawn Johnson, uh, you know, uh, Jacob Zeno. Uh, it, is a, it is a who's who. You know, it's a who's who of, of quarterbacks there that uh, they, don't, they don't miss very often. Uh, if you are an Elite 11 finalist, uh, chances are there's something there you didn't you didn't fake your way into being an elite 11 finalist yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly i think all the guys that are in the nfl currently mm-hmm. are elite 11 alums yeah i think that that's yeah 
certainly they, they have an eye. Uh, for, All the Texas guys. Yeah. Uh, they certainly have an eye for talent. Another guy who has an eye for talent is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1C. His fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate your time. Stay here and introduce the next segment. I'll be here. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We spoke with Frisco Memorial defensive end Kennedy McDowell this morning at the high school, and I'm telling you, this guy has it together on and off the field. A true edge bender um, who's considering some really good, Really great programs academically and athletically. So, really good interview with Kennedy. Here is Kennedy McDowell from Frisco, uh, Frisco Memorial here in Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And like I do every week, I'm joined by one of the top recruits in the Lone Star State. And this time it's Frisco Memorial defensive end Kennedy McDowell. Kennedy, thanks for joining us today, jumping on the podcast. We're thrilled to have you as a guest, man. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Man, I know that you are a guy that's really a true edge bender in this state. So I just want to get an assessment of you evaluating yourself out there on the field. What do you feel like your biggest strengths are as a player, as a as a true pass rushing defensive end? So for me as a player, I like to explain myself as causing mayhem. My nickname is Mayhem, as you know. So I like to destroy the backfield, make that quarterback uh, rush out the pocket and I like to explain myself as a technician, so I like to use a lot of technical moves and watch the offensive lineman's foot instead of the ball, uh, things like that, using my hands, doing um, a dip and rip is my favorite move, so uh, there's a lot of things that I like to think about. I like to, I'm just an, I'm a planner at heart, so I like to plan my, my things accordingly, so I like to go in thinking, okay, I'm going to use this move. If it doesn't work, I'm going to use this one, so... Man, I have to tell you, I do a lot of interviews with recruits across the state, and you're jumping right into the X's and O's <laughs> of football. I mean, knowing that about you, I know that you're here at Frisco Memorial now, and you're a guy that has a lot of offers and a lot of attention. Some of the players might look up to you here. Are Now that you're heading into your senior season, are you taking this opportunity that you're going to be a senior leader to help develop some of your younger teammates and get your team ready on the field for this fall because as we all know the Frisco district has kind of changed and there's some bragging rights now on the line here and it's every game is going to be very very important no for sure um ever since our seniors kind of left now um the 2023 class is going to jump up as leaders and so um I've kind of taken it uh taken initiative in our defensive line and especially the younger guys um and like, we, me and of the other 2023 defensive ends and the defensive linemen, we want to kind of not, like, reamp what we're, what the defensive line is supposed to do. I've uh, kind of felt like before the defensive line was a little bit lacking in confidence and uh, strength in numbers, things like that. And so this time we're going to reamp the defense to be the dark side. Like, we're supposed nice. to be the evil guys. We're supposed to be those ones to, you know, step over somebody and yell in their face. And we're supposed to be those, those, those dogs. And so I want, 
I want our defense to feel like that when we step on the field now. I want us to chant. I want us to feel like we can destroy the person in front of us. And so that's what we're going to try to build with our defensive line so that they have that confidence going on. I feel like I've kind of been around this program since day one, since it was, you know, launched, basically. Yeah. You know, there's always a new school popping up in Frisco, but Coach Rob here especially, I think, has done a really good job of creating a culture that is conducive to racking up wins. And the program, year over year, really seems to be on the rise, you know. And as I see it, you know, the talent comes through here, but he also is a good developer of talent. What is – so special about this place and I really think that Frisco Memorial has a chance to have their best season on the field um, since the school opened. Mm -hmm. So I always I always make a joke um, since I came from Staley Middle School I always say the special thing about this program is the Staley kids. No I'm just kidding but um, we have especially our 2023 class we have this energy and this chemistry together we seem to gel very well together and so I feel like because of that we can honestly defeat any opponent like it, it doesn't matter if we lack the strength if we lack numbers if we lack anything I feel like we can make up with like make up for it in that chemistry and gelling together because <clears throat> on the football field like that chemistry is what's important so we um it'll just make a change on that football field so on the recruiting trail, man, you've been blessed with a lot of opportunity. Double-digit offers, around 15 scholarship offers in total. That's a lot of really tough choices for you to make. And still, spring evaluation period isn't even here yet, so you're going to have even more schools come through here to evaluate you and potentially step up with a scholarship. Um, what's it like to have so many colleges coming after you? And is it a tough process, or is it just, like, enjoyable, you know? <laughs> So I will say there's moments where it's enjoyable. There's moments where it's extremely stressful. And I'll say um, it's been fun for the most part. Uh, me and my parents have had a blast because, I mean, they didn't get this opportunity. And so they're very excited. We've all been enjoying the ride together. Um, the reason why it makes it stressful is because, of course, working on my grades, I've been trying to maintain my GPA and also running track. I don't want to interrupt you, but I don't no, think we fine. have to worry about your GPA. <laughs> right. Uh, been, I've been good in, the, good in the classroom. I'm just going to continue. Parents have done a great job raising this young man. There's no doubt about it. I think any college that's able to reel you in is not only going to get a quality player, but they're going to get a quality person. And that's a testament to how hard your parents have worked mm -hmm. and you know how they've got you prepared, not only for what you're going to do on the field, but what you're going to do off of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's some tough choices yes. coming up for you. I mean, I look at that offer list and it gets to be um, you know, daunting when you think about like which school is it going to be. Sure. But there's some big trips coming up for you. You're getting ready to go out of state and go on a tour. Mm -hmm. Which schools are you going to go see and how excited are you to actually get your feet on the campus and really try to take a look and hone in on what maybe is your future? So um, in the next three weeks or so, I'll be visiting Purdue, Colorado, uh, and Colorado State. Um, it's funny because right after I get back from that Purdue visit, I have the Rivals camp. Okay. on that same day that I get back. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be very busy. Um, I'm excited to visit Purdue and Colorado. They've been showing a lot of interest in Colorado State. 
And so um, I'm excited to step on the campus. I want to kind of dive in specifically to Colorado. That seems like to be like a school that has made a lot of headway in the Lone Star State. They offer guys early. Um, they start to build what I would assume is good relationships behind that early attention. Um, what is it about that program that if you were to choose them would like maybe make you feel comfortable about going to, you know, so far away for college? So, I mean, first off, I'm an outdoorsy person, so Colorado is a great place. Um, but then the coaches just seem to have this vibe. They they seem to make me comfortable, and I'm looking for coaches that, like, make me comfortable, you right. know. Um, a coach could be really nice to me and and whatnot, but if I – it's just like a connection. If I don't feel that, that spark, that chemistry, then – Honestly, I don't think I'd go there. Yeah, and you're going to be looking for that, obviously, when you take the visit just to kind of see what it's like. When it comes down to it, I mean, you mentioned that spark. Is there anything else that you feel like when you sit down with your coaches and your parents and you really start to go through the pros and cons of some of these colleges that you have to have in a football program? You feel like – and there are a lot of answers that could be here. You know, you feel like it could be culture. You feel like it could be academics. What is something that you think is really going to be important to your group of people when it's decision time? Most definitely culture. I'm a cultural person. I like to value each position in a different way. So I'm looking for a football pro program that really values their defensive line. I love those programs that put the pressure – on the defensive line. Like the linebackers can't do anything if the defensive line does not work. And then there are some programs that really don't understand that. They value maybe the offense more. And I just need a program that, you know, values their dark side, their defense. Like, and I just need that. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I got to ask now that we do this almost in every interview for every week. You know, I'm a fan or I'm a media person and I'm coming to watch you play on Friday night, and I, uh, what I assume is going to be a lot of attention is going to be on this district this year. Where do I have to step my feet in and go grab a bite to eat before the game? Like, where is that one spot? I know here in Frisco that if you get that win that you get to claim a certain Whataburger yeah. in town. Like, I know that that's like a very big thing. So the, the wins, the dubs on Friday night are very important as it relates specifically to Frisco yes. schools. But before the game, where do I got to go? Before the game, okay. Before the game, I'd definitely say um, Canes. I mean, you can't go wrong with some chicken. Uh, even, I mean, so there's a new place in town, and it's called Hawaiian Bros. So okay. I work there, and I absolutely love it. And it, they serve this good Hawaiian chicken. They have a nice menu. So go and grab yourself a bite to eat at Hawaiian Bros. Chicken and rice, simple. And if you're the Hawaiian Bros manager, you got to be checking this out because he's he's definitely stepping his game up for those future NIL deals. Being able exactly. to put being able to put on for his employer, uh, Kennedy. Thanks for the time, man. You definitely killed the interview, and we are going to be wishing you all the luck as you not only move forward with your senior season, but on to college. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Greg. There he is, Kennedy McDowell, the defensive end from uh, Frisco Memorial. Uh, caught up. Was that today? Yeah, that was this morning. Wow, you're out here grinding. Yeah, it's that. It's crouton season. It is crouton season. It's um, always crouton season. <laughs> but especially now with you, you're uh, you're 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 in your bag. I love to I talk to these guys bag. about where they like to eat. Mm, I know you, you know. Like that's one of my favorite I've questions. No, I've and noticed, I've, I've noticed. This. I know that it's a chain restaurant, but I haven't considered trying Hawaiian Bros Island Grill. So it was cool to hear okay. like him put me onto that one. 
I'm going to give it a shot. N- n- I was just going to say that. Just go ahead and throw it to final thoughts because that was my final thought. <laughs> America's second favorite segment, final thought. Um, our resident foodie, Matt, well, I say resident, resident as in res- residency in Canada. Uh, Matt Stubbs said Hawaiian's, Hawaiian Bros is, in all caps, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So that's a that's a if you that's what get, we call that's what we in the uh, if you were doing Robert's rules of order that would be a second. Yeah, it's been seconded. It's been seconded, and it's been seconded did by Matt Step, which holds like more like a one and a half scale. Maybe. You know, maybe. So I, I guess I we can, can bring really it to depend the floor on his vote. food recommendations. Most I think of so. The time I think that Step's dialed in. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like I meant one and a half in a good thing, as in like it bumps you up a notch, mm-hmm. not down. So I guess no, you could I say two agree- and a half. That was me agreeing. Okay. Uh, okay. There we go. Um, okay. That Anything is else? my final thought. Anything else? I guess we got to go to Hawaiian Bros at some point. Anything else? I'm looking at you. Anything else? That's it. That's all I got. Do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Candy McDowell of Frisco Memorial for being our guest. For Greg Powers and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.